Ciao. What's up, everybody? I don't know. That's different. I went full lightning queen on this one. So what's up? Good morning. Good afternoon. If you're watching this on YouTube after the fact, but right now, good Friday evening. Is it time? It's weekend. It's weekend kickoff time. Let's go. It's weekend kickoff time. Doobie, how you doing, man? Did you have a good week? It was a good week, man. It was a good week. Can't complain. Good the week. weather was definitely hit or miss. Super windy the first few days, but it started to mellow out a little bit. And so I'm excited for the weekend. We're supposed to have real good weather, man. So We are not. I literally cooked steaks on the grill tonight in snow. While my every breath I took was just nothing but steaming hot moisture. Because we all know I breathe hot air when I talk. I mean, that's just the fact. So, oh. <sighs> Um, we're waiting on our other guest to hop on here. Uh, we do have one here. Uh, so we might have to do we, uh, we're going to get there folks. I promise. I got this. While got we this. wait on our, while we wait, up, let's take a moment to like, acknowledge some of our sponsors here. Yeah, and we do have the other one. So yeah, let's. We do have some sponsors for tonight's show, as Doobie said. So without further ado, here we go. And we are back. I think we can get the music to stop playing. There we go. It's gone. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Corporate music at its finest. But we all know you're not here to see us. You're not here to see us. We hope. But let's be real. We know who's on this show. For the first time, they're coming together since the show has aired on Netflix, America's Barbecue Showdown. Two of the favorites of all the fan favorites. I said if you'd lined up all the people that watched it, these two were some of the two hottest commodities on the show. Doobie, how do we pull this stuff off? I don't know, man. Like I don't know, man. We got lucky. This is a good combo right here. This is a great. This is a combo. This is the combo of combos, ladies and gentlemen, dudes and dudettes, the people that you truly are here to see. Grubs and Tina, as she switches the widescreen. There she is. What's up, Miss Tina? Hey. Hey. Hey, Grubs. Hey, how you doing, girlfriend? I'm awesome. <laughs> good to see you. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Too. Cheers. Oh, <laughs> Tina's drinking. Oh, that's water. That's water. Is that water? I got water too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's got the essence of blackberry in it. That's all. You know, it wouldn't be a show of grubs if I didn't take a swig from the old gallon jug. Oh my God. Water. Georgia so water. Good, so good to see you, Miss Tina. So glad to see you. 
Well, I'm glad to see you, and I keep watching you on social media, making those sausages that I know are good because I tasted them. I don't care what, what you said. <laughs> and you wouldn't believe what I got coming up this weekend on the sausage. Tell what? us. Iguana? Philly, Philly cheesesteak in a sausage. <laughs> I thought it might have been iguana. <laughs> no, or possum sausage. Possum <laughs> sausage. <laughs> Hey, that could be the next one. Iguana Philly cheesesteak. Who knows? Yeah, that's right. It's a little lean, though. You might have to add extra fat. Might have to bump that fat ratio up a little bit, you know? Yes. <laughs> well, you look good. You haven't gained weight. I have. Well, I think, man, we all we just all getting over. Hell, it's been, what, about half a dozen years since the damn show, it seemed like. So God, it feels like so long ago, but sometimes it still seems like yesterday. And I know, sometimes. because, you know, because it's always there. That's the whole thing about Netflix. It ain't like it was on one of the networks at eight o'clock one day, one month, one year ago. It's like there. So people always, I'm at the grocery store today, stacking glass in the wine department. Some dude walked up to me, says, can I ask you a question? Yeah. He, he says, were you on that barbecue show? <laughs> you know, like how the hell am I not going to give it away with my way I talk? Got <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I have but, people do that to me. They'll walk around like in front of me. And, mm -hmm. and they'll say, I have pearls on. I knew it. I knew it was you. <laughs> when they start wagging their finger before they start talking to you, yeah, yeah. Us, oh, up. wow. There's a tell. It's like <laughs> yeah. the Jeep Wrangler wave, you know, where you yeah. do the one finger up when you're on the steering wheel. Yeah. So it's like, if this? you see this, Which run. Which finger is it? <laughs> no, not that one, this Tina. One? Tina, not that this one. Is this, the is the, this is a G-rated operation. Then they say, can I take a picture with you? You know? So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. say you say? I'm not gonna believe last night what happened. <laughs> last that? night, and I don't know what. Well, I do kind of know what persuaded me to do this. My Instagrams. Oh God, I probably shouldn't say this. Oh, anyway, I'm already into it now. That you know, people could call you on Instagram. Y'all know that, okay? Y'all mm -hmm. know. I still have like this much computer knowledge, but anyway. We're and I looked at the picture, didn't have my glasses on, and it looked like somebody that I knew that cooks in England, and I cooked at World Food with him several years ago, like 2012. His name's Andy Arnett, and I thought it was him. No, it wasn't. It was two fans from the show. They called me, which means it's like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning there. And I, I don't know, for at first I thought maybe they were, you know, dialing or whatever, but no, they wasn't. They one of them is a chef, and they had actually just got home from work, and uh, so they wanted me to see my hog pit. Okay, all that, but it's dark, so I'd take a flashlight out there, and I'm showing them around. <laughs> He's a big green egg person. I had joined my egg, all that at night. You know, anyway, it was just kind of crazy, I, and I never answer those because I I really didn't know what it, you know, what that means when they call on Instagram. I do now and realize hey, hey, anybody can call you. Hey, Tina, somebody called my damn house right after the show came out. And I'm like, how the hell you got my phone number? Well, we can Google anything. And I'm thinking, well, that ain't, that's like, you know, that was creepy. This dude's in South Carolina, you know? I'm like, <laughs> how you, you know, how you going to call me? Because I don't talk to, I know my, we got caller ID on the phone, yeah. you know? And so I think you trying to sell me something or steal something when, it, <laughs> when I don't know you in the first place. 
They were so, trying to reach you on your car's extended service contract. Right. Yes, I, exactly. I, I, you got my number, you know. <laughs> or your timeshare or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let Google. me tell you, these two people were, they were calling me from the UK. Yeah. What? That's why I thought, because it, the, anyway, it was just kind of weird. Hey, but they were hey, real nice guys. If they're watching tonight, and, I guess it's Miss like Tina, two in the this, morning there. There's two what? dudes in the UK. Got my name tattooed on their leg. Okay, you, you win. One with a sausage underneath it and one with a little grill underneath it. That's just weird. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he I, wins. He definitely yeah. wins. He got some guy winner, winner, chicken dinner. That shit. I'm just glad, like, man, I'm glad they ain't on this side of the pond, you know? <laughs> that's winner, winner. That's winner, winner sausage dinner right there. <laughs> that's just creepy. But that's, that's the creepiest thing I've heard. Tina, is there any one person that you would get a tattoo for? No. Somebody would, you could like, like we'll bring anybody back from the dead. You get a tattoo no. and you can spend a week with them. Elvis. No. Jesus Christ. No. Yeah, I, Tina, I've gotten 11 <laughs> since the show's been on. I've gotten 11 more since the TV show. Shit. You're making more money than me, then. I, that's why I got to sell beer and wine at Ingalls. That's why I'm pumping. <laughs> That pays my tattoos because my old lady ain't gonna give me the damn money, you know. So <laughs> I sell that sausage and that bacon, baby. Go get a new tattoo. Boom. Are you, still, are, are you still hiding the meat behind the corona? Yeah, it was bacon today. <laughs> <laughs> I brought I brought in eight pounds, but it was behind the Modella this time. Oh and, yeah, uh, I forgot. I think it was the Modella the last yeah, time. Well, yeah, it, well, it's the Mexican section in the corner there because yeah. So why is it always the Mexican beer section? Is that like closer to the office, and I ain't gonna worry about nobody stealing my damn bacon. I was, uh, maybe that was like the the weak spot in the security system where they couldn't see anything happening uh, over there. I, I pimped that bacon out, man, and uh, I could have sold more of it. You know, hell, I got. I got about eight pounds of this Philly cheesesteak sausage I have never made in my life already sold. And I ain't never made it. Wow. But uh, we'll figure it out this weekend, and it'll be good. It won't be bad, you know. So, <laughs> it won't so be is it It'll beef? be an experience. So it's beef sausage? <laughs> yeah. Look, check this out. I got sirloin, and I got beef fat. I'm going to do them together. I got provolone cheese that I hand shredded. I got peppers and onions, and I'm going to saute in tallow and let it cool off and put them in in the sausage and red beards brisket and steak seasoning is going to be the spice on it yeah. and i'm gonna put it in a casing boom philly cheese steak in a casing baby huh, that Did you do eat that? Oh, hmm? i'd eat it <laughs> oh it's gonna be good i'm gonna, well, I'm gonna tell you, it, it ain't gonna be bad what it ain't gonna be bad i didn't make too many damn sausages over the last two years it ain't gonna be bad you know are you gonna put them on a cedar plank again like on the show <laughs> No, no, no. This is fresh sausages. Fresh sausages. Too soon? Is there is there anything that's too soon? Like, yeah. No, but you know, man. That, as far as that goes with me, I I ain't got no, you know. I'm still Dude, alone with hell just that I was involved in the show. I mean, to be honest with you, you know. I've so, known Miss Tina a long time. More, longer than the TV show. We've known each other. We talked, we've communicated for probably five or seven now, years. I don't know. Yeah. Now, there's an inside story with this. Now, you two, this was not your first show together on Netflix, if I'm not mistaken. You were involved on the same show before. What was that? It was a travel channel, and it was Amer It was called uh, American, American Grill. Grill. I was the alternate. I was the alternate. And uh, there's guys, a couple of guys from North Carolina and South Carolina, Miss Tina, and I was the alternate, you know. But that's when I first met Miss Tina. Yes. Yeah. 
And I knew I liked him then. Oh, <laughs> Cupid. How could you not? I mean, really. I know. He's funny. I mean, he, and, and it, what you say is what you get. I think I told you that, Tony, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He, and, uh, he's keeping it real. Hey, we all love grubs. I mean, look at me sitting there drinking a beer, drinking some water out of a jar. Hey, as country as cornbread, as real as moonshine, baby. You know Woo! what I'm saying? Country as cornbread, real as moonshine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah there's right. nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. But, you know, I don't. I, that's just the way I live my life. And especially, you know, going into the show, you offered the story because I had the heart attack and blah, blah, blah. You get a whole new release on life when something like that happens, you know, and you know, you just got to love it, man. You know, take it every day and love it and live it, man. And I love barbecue. And I'll tell you what, I got more into sausages after being on the show than I would, because I've been making sausages for years on and off. But I, I made up my damn mind because the sausage got my ass kicked off that show that I'm fitting to be the damn king of damn sausages, the sultan of sausages in North Georgia if I got to be. And I'm, I, I've been knocking it out the damn park, man. I got a notebook full of this stuff now. And I hope I might even try to open me a little smoke shop, you know, a little sausage shop. That's right. That's right. <laughs> what do you Tina. sell it for a pound? Ten dollars a pound. That's good. That's very yeah. good. And it's it's That's handcrafted artesian sausage. Well, as long as I can get the pork butts, won't sell. You know, what I mean, because yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> high, I paid. Uh, I think it was two seventy nine yesterday. Holy cow! Good my lord! Butt. In Georgia? Yeah. I thought well, y'all were my, like my, pork, I thought y'all were like the pork kings of the country. I ain't never gonna pay that. I ain't. I ain't never paid that. But I, I got them on sale. But I know a guy because I work at a grocery store. But uh, you know, last last case I got was a dollar forty eight a pound, and That's they got some right. up at North Carolina up at the UGO right now for one nineteen a pound in twin packs. They're a little fattier than the swift ones I've been getting, but since I've been making a lot of bacon with it, I like the butts that are have less of that fat cap and fat in yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, cheaper for butts have more fat. Yeah. For competition, we look for some different things than you do for sausage. So, you know, we look for certain muscle structure and things like that. So when we build our box, you know, with, for sausage, you know, you don't have to be particular about that. You, you, uh, you need to. The main thing is that fat ratio, that fat meat ratio. That, that's mm -hmm. what sausage, you know. And right. Tina, Tina, I've been doing this buckboard bacon. I'm telling you, with these pork butts, that's the way to make bacon right there, man. I've been knocking that. People buy the crap out of that stuff. I have and never the, had that. Well, what you, you just cut off the top of the pork butt? Yeah, debone it. Just pull the bone out of the butt. Butterfly it out into two chunks, halves, and cure it like bacon. But I've done it to where I've added sriracha to it. I've added brown sugar, black pepper, juniper berries. I mean, it's like, damn, you know what I mean? And then it's you good smoke stuff. It, you smoke it like bacon. Yeah, you cure, cure it, it because it's. Smoke it yeah. Slice it. Just like bacon. Huh. Well. Don't mind me. You keep going. Don't stop. Anything else? Like, anything else? Like the oh, class? I'm he's just got getting... his notepad there. Oh, yeah. Lordy. So far, it says grubs is awesome. I mean, but I've got some other scribbles in there too. Yeah. You know, his sausage was good. I tasted. Oh. Remember, I well, I don't know if you remember. I tasted everything he made, and the, there was only one thing, and you don't know this grubs that you made. I didn't like. Oh, oh, it was the possum. 
No, I mean, I don't want to eat possum. No, it was it was actually good. I was surprised. No, the possum was actually good. It really yeah. was. I mean, yeah, other had, wild stuff what's the meat on possum like? What kind of flavor is that? What would you compare? It's it to? dark. It's not near as gamey as a raccoon, you know, but it's a dark meat. It's like almost like a dark rabbit, I would guess, you know, the, the way you cook it. But the problem is with a possum is they're such small critters. You can't just go up there and debone a damn possum and then cook it. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to yeah. cook it and then finger your way through there and pull the damn bones out of it. Because So would you boil you know, it first? Would you boil no. it before? Any- no. What I did is I used salt, pepper, and flour and browned it in the oven for a while. Then I throwed it in a fry pan and used the sweet potatoes to make gravy with and for the thickener and just let it cook down with the carrots and all that other nonsense that you know we had. Whatever it was, I can't remember now. But, like but it was squirrel good. Meat, squirrel meat, you're supposed to boil. You're supposed to boil that down. But. According yeah. to who? Well, up here, that's what we all, we grew no, up I on. Ain't uh, squirrel, boil no damn squirrel meat. Yeah, no, it was a uh, squirrel gravy and biscuits recipe. You'd uh, cook it down and yeah. boil it, and then like uh, get it nice and boil it first. Then you throw it in the Dutch oven. That's like boiling yeah. ribs before you put them on a damn grill. What the hell is that all about? Man? Hey, man, don't come out from my family like that, man. We in I ain't never from... heard of it. Well, I, oh, I, hey, I grew up hey. eating squirrels since I was 14, 15 years old. I don't remember us never damn, damn boil no damn squirrels, man. We done had even, gravy. Even, and... even Duck Commander boils their squirrels. Huh. Y'all might have some kind of disease up there in the north or something. No, it tenderizes the meat. It tenderizes the meat. Probably it. They got they got they got some critters up under the damn fur and stuff that don't go away. You know. Oh, oh man. man! Here we go. Here's the Ohio hate. Here we go. Already, we already no, don't. Man, I respect the barbecue state. Now we don't have squirrels that count as real squirrels. So well, what, I, 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 I what else you want to take away squirrels. from me? I can't. I mean, what? You want to take? Y'all got good. Y'all got good basketball though. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I ain't never. I, I never heard of boiling those squirrels though. Really, I, yeah, oh, it does. Man. It tenderizes the meat though. It's a good way to get it nice. But you and know meat. what else tenderizes the meat? Butter and vinegar when you're cooking it on open fire. Yeah, but I will say my family did not uh, open fire much. We were it's cold up there a lot. Y'all got a lot of snow and stuff up there a lot too. You know, we, we, <laughs> we don't got time for low and slow. We work. We work the land, grubs. We we yeah. only got an hour or two for dinner. <laughs> we're out. Chucking corn, pulling yeah. on cow teeth, getting milk. What else do you want, man? We and don't have time for low and slow. Sharing the bath water and stuff. Man, grubs came out swinging, doobie. Grubs, grubs coming out swinging. He's shitting all over Ohio, man. I don't know how I feel yet. <laughs> no, I ain't going to disrespect who Ohio, a man. Squirrel. Yeah, who Apparently, a communist boils a freaking oh, squirrel. I mean, what, what else can I do, man? Note to self on my notepad. I had Grubs is awesome. I'm about to like reconsider. Yeah, scratch that, that off. He's got yeah. scratch. Yeah. Grubs yeah. is squirrel hater. Squirrel. I love hater. squirrel, man. He's I love squirrel. squirrel. Hater. That's what he is. Have you, have you ever cracked a squirrel's head open and ate the brains out of it? That's you cooked. I've it? never. I've never ate the squirrel brains, but See, I know why y'all boil them. My grandfather used to do that. That's right. That's old school stuff, right there, man. That was like the caviar of the woods, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, they always say squirrel brains right. make you smart. Yeah. Well, I've tasted it, but I, I believe me, I don't wake up in the morning and say, damn, let me go shoot a squirrel and bust his head <laughs> up and eat his brains. <laughs> it wasn't that good. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but I have tasted it, you know. Hey, oh, y'all. Man. I'm going to butt in and break up this gross stuff. Y'all ready? Yes. Show yeah. y'all something. I'm ready. Y'all ready? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. G-rated. 
I know what she's got on. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Tell them the sent, story. Tell them I the sent story that T-shirt to her. I sent that T-shirt to her after we. Right. I, that, I don't recognize it, but what is it? That was that was my. It's a fluid situation, man. That was what I. This whole show while we were filming, that's how life was. It was a. I mean, they changed shit left and right. When I left the show, I sent a T-shirt to everybody I was on the show with that said that. Yes, and I'm wearing they it every, right now. Yeah, every one of them. I sent them. I came home, had them made, and sent them to them. Because that's the way it was, man. And people don't realize. I mean, there's things that happen on the show, and you always don't. I mean, everything is not always up and the up and the up, you know? Yeah. But it's right. a fluid situation. Things mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's how it always They, they is. tell you you got to be down in the lobby at, you know, 5 a.m., or, and then they don't show up and don't leave. It's just crazy stuff. And then, and then they, I still swear grubs that you did not grab the wrong chocolate it could have been moved that's what i'm i swear yes i i just told my husband that not too long ago i think and i might have told tony this i think they switched the jars i really do because well, i'm gonna tell you what what them things fell into the fire looks different yeah well when them look when it fell into the fire i think it was down to like three minutes or seven minutes or something mm-hmm. from what I remember. So I remember I'm out there I'm on the green egg these thing. And one of them fell in. There. I said, well, shit, what do I got to do? I got to roll up in there and make another one real quick. And I just rolled up in there and went boom, boom, boom. Because honestly, I don't remember putting the stuff back because I used it at my station. You know how that is. You leave mm-hmm. it at station. They clean up after you, basically. Right. You know, but when I went back, though, I said, damn, I got to make this one. Fill it up, you know, boom, boom, boom. Plus, you know, they hear everything you're doing all day long while you're in there. I don't in the care bathroom, you go the bathroom. That's right. Eating in the corner behind the fridge, farting. It don't matter. They listen they to shit. They get, that's, they, right. that's right. They hear that. Everything. What up? We got someone who's saying, throw some respect to Ohio. I agree with that. I like that guy. I don't know who that guy is, but I like him already. Well, they got a good basketball team this year. Oh, let it go about the basketball team. No one cares about Respect, the NBA. Respect, man. Hey, that's, 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 that's the most exciting thing going on right now. No, that's I how – I mean, we are – We're general. We're desperate for anything, and we still do not care about the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's No, the, but that's I'll tell you what. Joe here. Burrow and them Cincinnati Bengals is looking tight, brother. And they Joe Burrow good. comes from LSU. Hey, I got I got the flirty Lee on my arm, brother. I roll with LSU. Florida Lee. That's I, right. I That's love right. Joe Burrow. And he hey, true story. I covered Joe Burrow in high school uh, for radio. When he was uh, at, uh, at his senior year, he was committed to Ohio State. I actually got to cover Joe Burrow in high school. That's probably the coolest football player I ever got to cover. But I guess I got to cover the Heisman winner and a Super Bowl attendee. But anyway, I know Tina's all about the football. Who's your favorite NFL team, Tina? I don't follow NFL. I kind of figured that's why I asked it. But so <laughs> if you were, were you? Would you live in Atlanta and the team is the Falcons. Come on, let's yeah. Be so honest. you got to be an Atlanta <laughs> fan, right? No, no, I don't. I quit watching uh, pro ball a few okay. years ago. I got you. Watch college ball then. Yes. Who's your college? Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Okay. Roll Tide. Wallace lives in Georgia. I don't know. I know. Before or after this. Nick Saban. Before or after Nick Saban. I was oh. born in 
in Alabama. You just gave Grubb the second one. Grubb got the second one now. Roll time. Lord have mercy. He's coming. Tina gave him the second one. Damn it, Tina. We just got him back. He lives in that gray zone too close to Alabama and Georgia. That's and then, uh, this is the only thing between there and Athens is Georgia Tech. Yeah. Roll tide. Lord have mercy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Blue Smokes yeah. Chase was the one that told you to uh, give some love on Ohio Grubs. He said you know who that was. Do what? Blue Smoke Chaser said you need to show. Oh, some yeah, love. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one. Hey, he's I like dude, that man. guy. You're, hey, you got good friends. You got good friends. Yeah, I've, I've met a lot of people in the barbecue world. You know, that's how that works. You know. Yeah, I'm sure you both so, have. And all uh, barbecue people are good people, man. I mean, so it's a family. Out of everybody in your adventures, of everybody you guys have worked with, you've you've both done a lot of comps. Coolest big name food personality that you've got to work with, uh, Tina. Ladies first. The coolest. Uh- like not yeah, someone person. that was a big name, but they were actually like really cool. Like someone that you really enjoyed uh, being around, and they didn't act like they what they were what they people, some people might think they were. Myron. Myron. Mm-hmm. Why? He, he's actually nice, and not only knowledgeable and nice. I think he his TV personality he comes across more. You know, not what he is. He's actually sweet. He loves Cody. My baby. Yeah, that's a, your sidekick. Yeah. 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 And then um it was really cool to meet Melissa. You know, because there's not a lot of women that do this. So that would probably be the two. Was and she then nice? Recent- was she was she genuine? Like she they portrayed her on the show. You know, I think she's a tough judge. Maybe that that maybe is she was portrayed. A lot of people use derogatory term. Um, I was like kind of awestruck by her uh, because of what she's done for, you know, Barbecue. I don't like to dwell on the chick thing, but because that, that, especially when she started, you know, that wasn't the norm. So uh, she was very, very nice to me. Uh, like when we did get to talk to them, uh, which wasn't a lot, but when we did, but right. she was always so. We, we I didn't was, hang. We didn't oh, just like hang out with them, you know. No, they were even in a different hotel. They didn't. Yeah. Even though that hotel was right next door to us, but. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. When I think about Melissa Cookson right now, the greatest thing, man, is that World Junior League of Barbecue. I think that shit's off the chain, man. When mm. you get all these young, getting these young people and they're doing it, Texas has got teams now in their high schools, like a, you know, like a damn speaking team yep. or whatever they got barbecue teams yep. melissa cookson has pushed this junior league of barbecue to the next level and man mm-hmm. that's what barbecue needs you need that new generation to come in and love it and appreciate it mm-hmm. because you know it'll die off but a you lot got of these kids and, yeah it is but it's what she's doing with that regardless of what on the show anybody saw between me and melissa or melissa cookson what y'all thought or any, it don't matter i'm gonna t- so she deserved every right she had to be there as a, one of the queens of barbecue. With her and Miss Sylvia and Tina, to me, I mean, these are queens of barbecue. These are OGs to me in my life, okay? So I'm appreciative to be part of that and humble by it. I ain't lying to you, but that whole junior league of barbecue, dude, that's off the damn chain right there. I think that's, that is that is just so cool to get this tradition to keep going on and going on, you know? So 
five years from now, you'll see season six or seven of American Barbecue Showdown of kids who were in high school when it came out, the first season came out. Yeah. Isn't that crazy to think about? I think you're right. Yeah, yeah but it's you possible as hell. The, oh, it's going to happen. Yeah. Do you know mm -hmm. them, Grubs? The Pit Vipers from Tallulah Falls School? No, I didn't know. You know where no. Tallulah Falls is more? Yeah. All right. It's closer they to my have, house. They have a team that kills it. I mean, unbelievable. They were first, I think, in, in all junior teams. But it's called the Tallulah Falls Pit Vipers, if y'all want to. Google them, uh, Tom. Yeah, Taylor, and at least check them out. I'll go, I'll go grab a plate or something if they cook in some barbecue go yeah, and support them because that ain't far from my part of the country, you know. I know. I know they're up there near you. That's why I thought you may have heard of them. Mm -hmm. But they, I tell you what, they are always uh, very polite and do very well. They have, you know, uh, young men and young women on their team, and they all have certain duties they do. They work, you know, they work when they're there. So they're learning more than just the art of barbecue, you know, they're learning other things. And, um, yeah. you know, I always speak to them. When yeah, the teamwork and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They so have grub. a... Yeah, that's cool. Go ahead, Tian. No, go ahead, Tian. No, Finish I'm, your I'm, I forgot. forgot. No. Oh, she forgot. So that's that's probably my fault. Just man that's talking cool. talk to a woman there, just, just like in my yeah. normal house here. So, Grubs, question back to you on... Out of all your journeys, TV, you know, who have you worked with that's a big name in barbecue or food in general that you were really impressed and blown away by how cool and humble they were and how fun they were to be around? Man, straight up, it's everybody on American Barbecue Showdown to me because that was a pinnacle for me. That was a bucket list thing for me. This was a, a thing that, you know, I had got tried to get on the show five or seven years before with American Grill. I've been doing barbecue. <laughs> And I'm not a big competition guy, but I do a lot of community service with barbecue. And I love cooking barbecue. And it was just, well, shit, I know I got a personality, so let's see what I can do, you know. And that's how I got to be an alternate. And that's how I got to be on American Barbecue Showdown. I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, it ain't a damn Mr. America contest, though. It's a cooking contest, okay? So you can have personality, but you got to be able to throw down a little bit on the damn grill, yeah. you know. But yep. working with those guys, all of them, when I told Tina when we were coming back from that first day, we did a walk on that Monday, and I seen that Rutwood's name on the damn trailer. And they're telling me, the gate watcher said, well, you can't say that. That's Rutledge Wood. That's going to be a host on the show. And you see these people's name of trailer. To me, it was like, holy shit, man. <laughs> I mean, and then <laughs> Melissa comes out there, gave it blood so. Come on. It's not like I was born yesterday. I was in, you know, I was in barbecue heaven. When I walked in that hotel room, I ain't going to lie to you. Miss Tina will tell you, that lobby, I got drove in, they picked me up there, car brought me down, and I see Miss Tina sitting over there on the damn table. What did we do? We ran up there and hugged each other. Yeah, we? we did, yeah. I can't believe this, you know what I mean? It's like, damn, you know? And then I see Miss Sylvia, you know, she's a queen of you know, OG. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And I heard, <laughs> you, know, you hear some of these other teams, I didn't really know who Georgia was or uh, Shotgun was, but I knew the team that Ash had cooked with, and Boat ride, I'd seen it because I follow the barbecue thing. You follow the KCBS stuff, you know, you because that's what you like. You, you love barbecue. So you follow that and you see these people it's like, damn. And here I am, you know, and they picked me up first. And then we stopped and picked up Rashid. And Rashid rode with me for the last hour to the hotel in the van. And we got to talk, you know, between him and I, you know, and I'm telling you right then, I said, man, that's a, I knew right then he's a smart mother. Smart SOV, you know. I mean, this dude, 
<laughs> yeah, well, well, he did. He's extremely, extremely intelligent, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, you see that right off the bat, you know. And I'm like, damn. So I'm coming in here, and I knew I was an alternate because they told me going in, grubs you an alternate. And Tina, there was 10 of us when I got there on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Monday morning before we went to the set, there was only eight left. And, and I was one of them. I was like, damn, I can't even believe this. You know, I know. It's like Disney World. Hey, I made it, you know. So to me, it was the whole that was the whole experience of that, man. Is the, awesome. the American Barbecue wow. Showdown. That was a bucket list thing for me. I'm 60 years old now, and I love it, man. I I don't know. I, I would encourage anybody if they ever get a chance to do it, and they're filming season two. Fine. I know a few people that talked to audition with it. All I can tell you, go do it, man. Be a hundred percent in. Give it all you got and have fun doing it. You know, because it is fun. There's no doubt about it. Man. You never know who they're gonna pick. I mean, it could be a novice or it could be somebody that's extremely skilled. Yeah. So it's but uh, you, you just never know what they're casting. You don't know what they're looking for. They want. But, a hodgepodge, right, Grubs? Uh, yeah, that, yeah, but they did so good putting them personalities together. Yeah. They, wh yeah. whoever, you know, Dominic and those guys, the producers, yeah. they did a marvelous job. Mary Fantos, she passed away before yeah. the show aired, you know, they, mm -hmm. but they did a wonderful job of putting in together all these different personalities, you know, and that's made a big dip. That, 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 that makes it a good show, you know. But, and they managed everybody, you know. I mean, that was in itself. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, they heard us around like little kids. You know how when your mom, you're riding with your mom, and you, well, she still does it to me now. But and they hit the brakes and they do this. <laughs> you remember that, Gross? We couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. They put their hand out just like, like just like that. You couldn't walk by. They, they would hurt yeah. you like sheep. We spent a lot of time together, and it wasn't just on set. Yeah. I mean, we spent, I mean, going to eat or whatever it was, because you're always there together, you know? Yeah. So It was like well, big brother uh, that way. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doobie, I know you got some questions you want to ask here, but we do have sponsors of the show, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to we're gonna play. Uh, we have been lucky enough to have been supported tonight by Mom's Place Gluten-Free. Uh, use promo code the dude ten for ten percent off fifty percent any dollar any orders over fifty dollars or more on their websites free shipping and also if you use the dude network on Redbeard seasoning you also get ten percent on all orders on redbeardseasonings.com as well so before we come back with more conversation here with Grubs and Tina Redbeard in the house he's on the team he knows what's up. Uh, Tina, you're the only one on this group that's not Team Redbeard. So if you feel left out, you should. So on that note, let's take a quick that's commercial so break, and we'll be we're going to watch a couple uh, videos here of the cooks that uh, featuring these two products. Go ahead. <laughs> Baby, nothing really lasts forever 
Dude. So, in conclusion, I'm fat and I eat a lot of food because I don't have any other <laughs> videos of these products yet. So if anybody's watching would like to submit future videos of any of these products, please send it to Tony or Doobie at the Dude Network, and we will gladly put someone other than this ugly-ass mug <clears throat> eating a bunch of food and carbs and shit on there for the commercial spot. But anyway, thank you to Redbeard Seasoning. Thank you to Mom's Place Gluten-Free, two of the many partners of the Dude Network. The show would not be possible tonight without them. So we were talking with both James Grubbs, Grubbit and Tina Cannon from Netflix's America's Barbecue Showdown. And let's just face it, that's the one accomplishment of their a million that they each have in their cooking careers. But that's the one that everybody just gives the most shits about. So that's the one we're going to use to bring the people into the show. So, Doobie, I know you have some questions that you would like to ask. You've been up there waiting very patiently, and I know you're just taking it all in yourself. Being a pit master yourself you know uh, the full-time barbecue business up and running and full operation i'm sure you got a question or two you'd like to ask them so the floor it's is yours around, i would all right let's start with tina tina what is your favorite thing about competition barbecue Ooh, that's good uh walking on stage <laughs> walking on stage. Well, I guess hell yeah she places a lot then. All right. That's a good that's Okay. A good okay. All right. Getting All right. checks. Getting checks. All right. It, getting like checks some, and snapping necks. Go. Barbecue. Like for somebody just getting into the competition scene, what would you recommend to them? Like what would be your biggest pointer? Me? Mm-hmm. Cook. If you can cook with a team or take a class before you go. Okay. All right. Yeah. And then grubs for you, man, since you're the yeah. sausage king, for people getting into making sausages, I mean, would you recommend going with, like, the basic, like, KitchenAid setup at home? Or would no. you say, screw the KitchenAid, get an actual big meat grinder and a manual sausage stuff? Well, they don't have to be big. They, well, they don't have to be big, though, man. But because my first sausage stuff was a three-pounder, you know, but that KitchenAid shit, you're talking about twice the work, man. Than okay, what you no. need to do, and I'll straight up the very first episode of the show we did. Believe me, this is where your blinders are on. And I made the sausage for this like basic home plate deal, very first time. And I used the grinder to stuff the sausages. It's a pain in the ass. I ain't lying to you. But see, you don't focus because right to my right was a whole wall of sausage stuffers, and I never saw them that oh, first the time red, we were the big tall. Yeah, yeah. I never saw them. I'm over yeah. there fighting this damn grinder stuff and sausages, and in my mind, like, what the hell, you know? And then next thing you know, boom, there they are. No, you know what? and I'm they a, were right by you. They wouldn't. Take I know. From you. I know. And another a thing, Miss Tina, the first that first episode when we had to go plate, and we had to go down to the other end of the barn to get stuff to plate with, and I'm looking for stuff like, what the hell am I gonna do? Because I that wasn't my like. I was looking for a plating assistant and stuff, you know, I was like, cause this is not my gig. And I pull out what I need and I saw, I said, well, shit, there ain't hardly nothing here. And, but then you realize afterwards behind you, there's a whole nother wall of plating stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just how focused you were because you got directions on that show mm -hmm. and I missed the sausage stuffers, but no, if, if you're going to look, I'm going to tell you straight up, if you want to do get a grinder and get a small sausage stuffer, Use a sausage stuffer. It makes the job 100% easier. And uh, separate the two. 
you know, Hundreds. from grinding the stuffing. Because if you over emulsify the meat by stuffing it with a grinder, then you get a bad mouthfeel of the product. You know, so get a grinder, twice grind your meat, get a stuffer, stuff your casings. Even because you can buy small ones. I said, I started out with a three pounder. I got 11 pound stuff for now, you know, so I don't have to fill it Hell up. As yeah. Much. yeah. Dude, dude. That's I got a little three pound one that you turn the crank on. You know. I've been there and done that. Yeah. But, but mine's electric <laughs> now. Yeah. My, my electric one, I can put whole chicken legs in that thing and they grind up. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. My dog Dude, loved hey, it. Believe me, it I was your turn, food. man. He, he shit on Ohio, now he's shitting on your sausage maker. So he's just on a roll. <laughs> oh, come on, man. But, uh, the, the equipment, yeah, it's all love, Grubs. It's all love. The better equipment you got, the better. Right. You'll make right. All joking aside. Right. Yeah. Just like yeah. Bryson. Yeah. Basically, the Grubs is saying, I. <laughs> I paid my dues, is what Grubbs has said. Damn right, I worked my ass off. <laughs> and if, you, if you're going to no ask more. me my question, and you're going to ask me, then I'm going to tell you the best way to do it. But you know, there we go. So many places you can get sausage grinders. You ain't got to go buy no fancy ass Hobart or nothing like that. But whether it's, I ain't endorsed by anybody, but Bass Pro Shop or Cabela's or LEM or Sausage Maker, they all got, you know, any of their websites got decent. Get, get you at least a half horsepower sausage, a grinder. And then buy you a smaller stuffer. And if you feel like you're going to make more sausage, you get a bigger one. You know, we do them separate. And the reason, one thing about I run a vertical instead of horizontal stuffer, because of the space on my stainless steel prep table. You know, horizontal takes up a lot of footprint for storage. But a vertical doesn't take as much. You end up a little bit more in the tube after you stuff your casings that are left over. But, you know, you got to taste it and eat it anyway, so... That's the perfect yeah. part to pull out of there. Take a little patty, taste it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you uh, have you ever done just like a, uh, without the casing, make like a really killer sausage mix and just do like sausage patties for like sandwiches? Yeah, yeah, but it's mostly br- heavier on the sage and the red and black pepper breakfast type sausage. Yeah, you know, and ground Italian sausage too because you can make meatballs out of it. But when it comes to all these flavors, these things I've been trying to work on, it, a lot of them have been smoked sausages. If y'all follow me at all, I've done a lot of smoked sausages. But I'm trying to get more into the fresh sausage thing because I've already figured out how to take any seasoning, which with Redbeard, and I, that worked 100% great when I the Redbeard number one, I called it, with his chipotle and his barbecue rub, and I made those sausages. They're fresh, and I gave them to people to try out and just give me your pro. Let me know. Don't blow no smoke up my skirt. Tell me straight up. It's a good sausage. And uh, the flavor profile is bomb, man. So I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to steer away right now from smoked sausages a little bit more to fresh sausages. Oh. And that's where that Philly cheesesteak that I'm fixing to do this weekend is going to be a fresh sausage, you know. So I hope it tastes like a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. And all you got to do is throw that rascal on a damn bun and squirt some mustard on it. And boom, you know. So... That's my goal. I ain't never did it. it. Are you putting but, like bell peppers and onions in it? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, Miss Tennis, this house gonna be. I got ground, I got sirloin, and I got pork, I got beef fat. So I got an 80-20 mixture there. But I got provolone. That's got fat in it too. I got mm-hmm. two pounds of provolone. I got peppers and onions, which I'm gonna saute in tallow to mm-hmm. let them cool. And they will have that fat, that beef, because I've been rendering them to tallow. So they'll have that on there. So you're probably going to get about a 8, 75, 25% of 
once you yeah. add the fat from the cheese and the vegetables, mix it all together, put it in a casing with Red Beard's brisket and steak seasoning. Boom. I'm talking Philly cheese steak in a damn sausage casing. That sounds good. You know? to wrap that thing up with bread somehow. Like, do that in a blanket. Well, you need a piece of white bread. Hell, you ain't got to buy no damn buns, man. Throw a candy yeah. corner this way. We do have a good sausage question from Jerk Charcoal. Do you freeze the grinder and or use ice in the grind? I don't use ice in the grind, but I keep my stuff as cold as I can the whole time. And when if I'm between things, I'll go, I'll stick it back in the refrigerator if I gotta move stuff over. I'm not gonna let it, I'm not letting it sit out, you know. And and the, the grinder guts come off the grinder and go in the freezer between the grind. So you're talking about the head, the you know, auger, all that stuff goes into the freezer and keeps that stuff cold because that can and see when it happens. And the reason they ask that, I know, is because if it gets too warm and emulsifies the fat to where the fat kind of runs out a little bit, and you don't want that in a sausage. You want the fat in the damn sausage. So you have to keep that stuff cold the whole time, the whole process. It has to be kept cold. That's, that's a, besides the cure and all that stuff with smoke, the main thing, you got to keep it cold, man. You don't want no funk in your junk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't want any funk in my junk either. Hey, that's right. No. It's a junk, junk free zone. Junk free zone. That's right. No funk, funk free zone. <laughs> and another thing I've heard on sausage, man, is I've heard a bunch of people say the pink salt you could do with or without. Man, what's your take on that? No, well, when you're gonna smoke it and cure it, you you got to use it. You got to, man, because if you don't, you're gonna end up with some. Funk in your junk. That's the whole yeah. thing, man. But when you, the pink salt, if a fresh sausage, no. Smoked sausage, yes. And because you're only going to bring that sausage up to 150 degrees internal temperature when you're smoking it. And it could to be reheated and cooked later, but you want it to store and keep. So you can't, you have, uncured sausage tastes like shit anyway, okay? I ain't going <laughs> to lie to you. So, if you don't, it's like bacon, man. If it if it ain't got no salt to it, what the hell am I eating here? You know. So it's We're like about the same way with sausage. I mean, no. If you're gonna smoke a sausage, it's got to have pink salt, man. About you know quarter teaspoon per whatever. I got I got a menu. I ain't looking it up right now, but I got it all wrote down. Mm. But you got to have that because that it ain't worth nobody getting sick off your damn sausages. Okay, so. No, no, that yeah, nobody, I don't need ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, you damn right. <laughs> How the hell am I gonna be the salt and the sausages of North Georgia if people get okay, they're gonna, damn sausages? They're be like, listen, grubs, just because it's the Modelo section doesn't mean you need to give everybody the liquids, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's right. Because I charge premium price to go pull it out behind the beer and get you that yeah, damn sausage yeah. and bacon. So yeah. Oh yeah. man. You know what? So I got, they, you ahead, remember Tina. they told him on the show that he didn't salt his one time. What did they? You didn't have enough salt in it. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, and that uh, I tasted it, y'all. Everything, like I said, everything he made was good. The only thing I didn't like, you didn't even bite on that grubs, was your tater tots. Uh, I know they, they was greasy, man. That shit didn't. And it just right at all. you didn't have time or whatever your time was off because. Who doesn't like? He made homemade tater tots. I mean, he gave it a shot. I don't know if it was the the timing or what. Because of that, I didn't know. I just knew you gave it to me to eat, and I thought sausage. All that was great. The only thing I did not pause. All that was fun. Just 
I didn't like the tater tots. Yeah. Tina and I cook, we cook next door to each other inside the barn. We shared seasonings. We shared whatever Equipment. she needed to add. Whatever. We shared. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's. Yeah. If you would have put some herbs de Provence in your sausage, you probably would have won the whole damn show. Just saying. If you had enough fat to go with it, though, you got to have that. Yeah. It ain't, you got to have that <laughs> mouthfeel to go with that herb de Provence, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They have no dry ass sausage. I don't give a damn what the oh, flavor hell is. Like. No. Hey, the flavor <laughs> was good. No time for no dry ass sausage. Yeah. The flavor was the good. Dry ass it wasn't, herbs they it wasn't a flavor thing. It was a it was a dry ass sausage thing. That you know that's the way it is, man. But that's why I've taken a point in my life to say I'm going to be the damn salt and sausages in North Georgia. And I've been kicking my ass for the last two years making sausages. A lot of sausages and our experimental ones I kind of give away to people that I know that are good customers. Taste them and let me know. And now I got a notebook. It's getting full, man, but I got them sausage recipes. I'm telling you. What's hey, your favorite one? What's the craziest flavor combo you've done that you just like can't look for that you just like, oh my God, I can't wait to do it again. Like something not traditional. Crazy. No, what well, it is traditional because I'm from Louisiana, man, and in the back of my mind. Since I was a kid, there's a smoked sausage flavor that I grew up with that goes in everything from gumbo to etouffee to sauce pecan to cubions. It don't matter. This is a flavor of the smoked sausage that stays with me in my brain. And uh, I've, I've made it using seasonings from other people to do it. So, and one of them was... Uh, Pepper Mary's Cajun seasoning, and, and another one was uh, one. It was a different one before red beer. But I'm gonna tell you, the last red beer season, I, they, people love that shit. But it, it's it's on that. It's a smoke sausage. Yeah, it's a smoke sausage, dude. It's just gotta have enough flavor and to know you're eating a good pork smoke sausage. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, and I say in the back of my mind, I have this flavor, this taste because I grew up with it and everything we ate. It didn't matter. And that's what I've looked for because I can't buy it in North Georgia. There's, you you can't buy that kind of sausage in North Georgia. So you have to learn how to make it. And uh, it complements every meal that I learned as a kid to grow up and eat and love and enjoy is that smoked sausage flavor. Like I say, from gumbo to etouffee to sauce pecan, whatever it is. Uh, with it's shrimp and grits and smoked sausage on shrimp and grits, man, it's just like... It's that flavor, you know, that flavor with that smoked sauce. Not Konica's good sausage. I ain't. I love Konica sausage. I love and that. I, it is, but it's not that smoke flavor that I love to learn to love. But it's a killer ass sausage. So, and I can buy that up here. But I said, well, if I really want that flavor, I gotta learn how to make it. It's from Alabama. I know it is. <laughs> I know. Every time I go down to Gulf Shores, I buy about ten pounds and bring it home. <laughs> so, hey, we hey we got requests from the crowd, Grubs. You need to start a sausage cookbook. He should. I, I'm getting there, the man. First I, publication by the Dude Network. We're going to call it Dude Network Publishers House. Man, I've come up. Year. I've come up with some kick-ass sausage, and I'll tell you what. And we've talked about this before, and I did with Red Beards Number One. I call it Red Beards Number One, and I could take any. Any multi-purpose seasoning that you can get now, I can take yours, Miss Tina, and let me. You need to send me a damn bottle of that, and I bet you I can make a smoked sausage that tastes like your damn seasoning. 
I bet you I can. I've, I've, I've done it a hundred. I got, I got a notebook. Look, you saw the notebook before, Tony. Look, look, look at all this. This is, this is me thinking and shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? This is, <laughs> it's, it's like, that's how this stuff gets built and made, you know? <laughs> because this is me thinking and shit. I love yeah. it. So I'm writing it down. I'm doing what I do. But Tina, I'm, you got to send me some of your pins. Send me a bottle. And I'm going to make, let me make a sausage out of it. And I will ice it down and send it back to you for you to try. Ooh. I think you should just come on down. Yes, it sounds like a collab opportunity. You ain't that far. Sounds I, like can, a collab I can do that. I can, I can do that. Yeah, you, you should. Know? You can stay here with us. Lodging included, Grubs. Lodging included. And I guarantee oh the food God. will be all right. It'll be okay. I know It'll that's right. right. Bobby's right. Bobby's cooking. He went to barbecue school. He's going to throw like 18 <laughs> seasons on some oh ribs. Oh, my God. He's listening. <laughs> the company's good, though. You know? And it, the company would be next level. Yeah, yeah. You, you can but, come. Man, I'd love I, for you to. Well, I mean, we need to work out something. We come make down a dream come together. together. We got something going on, you know? I'm throwing that little recipe I've got. I'll share that recipe that I've made from using any multi-purpose seasoning to make your own sausage. I'll share it with anybody who wants to do it. And I guarantee you, whether it's fresh or smoked, it'll be a damn good sausage. Mm. I think you know? my uh, seasoning would be good in a, in a fresh sausage. Like, uh, it, it's great with pork, but you could even make a chicken sausage with it, a fresh I, sausage. Uh, no, we, uh, we can't go to the chicken route right now because I'm going to tell you, Miss Tina, I went to this chicken route one time before, too, and I I don't know why even people eat chick, fucking chicken sausage. I'm excusing my language. I don't know. Uh, it just ain't right, okay? There's, there's a texture issue. There's, there's problems with chicken sausage, and I might have to grow up one day and figure that out. But right now, hell no. Well, you mix it with pork. He goes, hell no. Yeah. yeah, but then it ain't chicken sausage because, I, I mean, I'm trying to get the fat ratio right to Dark meat, white meat, and it's like, oh Lord, that just ain't right, man. You know, my dog really liked it though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> thigh meat, thigh meat, and pork, pork fat. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. Woo. And a little of my European brand blend, which you can get at tinacannoncooks.com. Woo! All right. Woo. And I bet I you bet I her, be good I bet. pork sausage by itself. I bet it'd be good in a pork sausage by itself. No, I promise. I bet. I bet you her stuff would make a killer breakfast sausage too. Yes. I don't. I haven't tasted it, so I don't know. But it's, people expect I mean, a certain amount of sage. You would in need a breakfast to add sausage. sage to it. It doesn't yeah. contain any. Yeah. Cl you, close you your eyes and walk into a spice factory, and that's what her stuff smells like. like it does. Like, not a spice really? factory, into a spice shop. Like if you yeah. like a little mom and pop place. Is right. somebody asking something down there? I can't read it. Jerk James yeah. <laughs> if someone, if James is going to sell Miss Tina's, Mrs. Tina's sausage, he better wear some pearls. No, snap, that <laughs> ain't happening. Okay. <laughs> what if I get it like black? Maybe I can get a Miss Tina tattoo or something in here, you know? Oh. I mean, Tina can of cooks. <laughs> or get a little pearl, like a little pearl. Tattoo. Oh, you should get the pearls tattooed across your neck, dude. No, no, it ain't happening. No. Oh, no, that was the one. Hey, he's been cool hey. with everything until that, so we had to yeah. push it to the spot. And don't forget, hey, Tony, the Dude Network, I got a spot right here. 
Okay. I got an artist lined up. Let's not forget that. Let's get that. Okay. Tina, you're next. Nope. And then back I'm here. Really, I'm, more got, in, I'm more of the branding type. Tina, yeah. I think you need a good throat tat of the dude network, like right here across oh the jugular. Oh, Only when I after I get my tear. <laughs> <laughs> This one on the right. Yeah. Uh, the right. Or, I don't know which one. Which oh, my goodness. We're going off the like rails on a crazy train. Uh, uh, you got to do crazy things to get a teardrop. Let's not go there. Uh, hey, you don't want to go He's probably there. put a couple hogs. Hey, if you had to get a teardrop for every hog you've had to put down over the years, how many would you have? <laughs> oh, God. I eat pork all the time. So lots of them. <laughs> yeah. A herd. Look like a. Look like a thunderstorm. Are they kind of a herd? Are, are a lot of pigs a herd? I don't know. Pack a pack, a pack of pigs. I don't know. Anyway, let me ask Debbie a question. Ooh, question for Debbie. Go. I want to know: Is that your real name? And if it's not, how did you get it? Oh that's, man! Hey, that's a good that's question, good Tina. So Doobie is uh, my wife's maiden name, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I shouldn't but, fire this up right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's know, put that over here. Uh, on the side. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things. I've always been a fan of, uh, you know, the name. I guess you could say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it covers a lot of it covers a lot of areas. So yeah, uh, it does. I so can't. You, you adopted her maiden name. As your name because it relates to something you really like. Exactly. Okay, just making <laughs> sure I got that right. <laughs> well done. Well done. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Extremely. You know, mm -hmm. we went fun. around that carefully. Yeah, I was like, you know, what's what's a good name that's catchy, you know, and uh, people are gonna remember it. Oh, and yeah. so I was like, okay, Doobie Smokehouse, you know, it's gonna get people thinking one way or another. You and know, whatever state it, you live in, it could be you could have a barbecue and a. In New Mexico, you can. You can oh. in New Mexico. There you so. go. In Ohio, it's legal, right? Where I'm at, it's a party. So, not in Ohio. No, we're not cool yeah. at all up here. We're not cool at all up here. <laughs> oh, okay. Our squirrels suck, and our laws. No man. <laughs> you know why the squirrels don't get enough damn exercise? They spend too much time. No, they're there. sitting around <laughs> eating my. They're sitting around eating my trimmings. I tell you, yeah. so they don't get no damn exercise. That's why, because they'd be better if they was a little fatter. You know. <clears throat> I'll pass. I'd rather go to Kroger. There we go. Yeah. So hey, I got one more question for you before our final commercial break. Before we wrap this up. Coolest yeah. competition you had on the show, your favorite one. Grubs, we probably already know what yours is, but you might surprise us. But Tina, what was your favorite uh, episode on there of what your favorite cook was? Uh, oh, watching it, it was one thing, and doing it was another. Okay. All right. I liked the one where we did the goat and the fish. And, you know, we did three different things, and I cooked with Rashid on that. Yeah. I think that, that was probably my favorite. That was really cool. And that salmon tasted awesome. And then my favorite one to watch is the lobster. 
<laughs> the Fourth of July picnic that happened actually in September, but it, yeah. that one, yeah. that was a, the to watch because I'm like, you know. Anyway, that's it. Grubs. Grubs. Honestly, I think the sandwich competition, and but the Fourth of July picnic, she said too. That was because that was so memorable, man. Because that was actually our longest day of shooting while I was there the whole time. Mm. And uh, I mean, we're talking 16 to 18 hours. I don't know how long the hell we spent on damn set that day, but we was there forever. Yeah. And uh, but we fed the EMS and the paramedics and stuff, you know, and these guys came mm -hmm. out and it, that was awesome as hell. And uh, plus, plus that that was also a challenge where we had what we knew we had to do. And they threw this shit into us to be, in the middle of the thing about deserved or whatever it was. And I don't know. It just it was a really that was a good cook. You know, as far as I'm concerned, as far as us doing that together, because we were wore out, man. It was hotter than hell. I ain't going to lie to you. One last question here for both of you. Is the timing in the countdown, the three, two, one, that they always hype up? Like, how accurate is that? I think everyone, everyone thinks it's bullcrap. I mean, let's be no, 100%. It's straight up, man. In fact, it got to the point, Tony, where I would set the timer because you didn't have a watch and you, there was no clock. But I would set the timer on my stove on the inside cooking station just so you could keep track of it in your mind. That's okay. how real it was. Wow. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, you had to. And they would because they would only come out and say every whatever, 30, 40, 50 minutes. I don't know. It was up to the producers. Somebody holler out the time. Well, how much time is there? I don't know. OK, so they'd say we got 340, 340. You know, and that's how the shit went. I mean, it was no that was real. So, time. So is that why everybody was always yelling out how long? Because they were just like doing a courtesy to everybody else, like let them know if they found out something. There was no clocks on the set whatsoever. There was Man. no timer or cook down thing or none of that. We couldn't you know? have our phones, anything like that on no, the set. That's crazy. No, it no. was the and, and y'all were. I know y'all got to have a commercial, but you know the you know, the it's last, whenever what, the last cook <laughs> the last cook of the hog and the brisket uh we got had over you know plenty of time i think for the hog but the brisket we had like five hours you know i've never cooked hot and fast honestly like i do some now a little bit but that was the very difficult very which one was harder for you grubs what was the hardest one the last one my last one that that bites into me because in the same token, it already, it's so much stress to do the whole thing to begin with. So when you get to it, you go each step, you go each step, you go each step. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, how can I accomplish this in the shortest amount of time to do what I needed to do mm -hmm. instead of exploiting a full amount of time to do what I needed to do? Worried about making it, you know, because the times were so real. So it was like, well, shit, because I, I had made up my mind when we went into that, like, well, Okay, if I'm going to get a wild game and this other, then I'm going to do a, this stew and this sausage because I can do sausage. Fuck it. So, I mean, that was it. You know, I said, but I should open my mind a little bit more and I could expand it. And there's other things I could have done. But it, at the time, it's, the pressure is real. And people don't understand that your blinders are on. I mean, you're right here and uh, you're focusing on what you got to do to get what you got to get done at the end of the day. Mm hmm. No matter what else. And it's short time. You know, the name, people, a lot of people don't know it was American Barbecue Showdown, but the working title was called Smoked. 
we ain't had time to smoke shit. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. It was all barbecuing and grilling. It was no... Yeah, because you're trying to, like, I'm trying to, you want me to get my chicken and taste like you want me to get my chicken when it takes me eight hours, but you're giving me five. Mm-hmm. You know, so what do you do, you know? But right. the times were real. The times were challenging. And, uh, you know, I know they're filming season two and they're doing it. And I, everybody involved, I, man, God bless you all. Have fun with it and do what you do. And it'll continue, you know. But that's the real deal, man. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, Love me, Miss Tina. You know, we we go back a long time, right? And we'll keep in touch. But everybody needs to know, man, I'm I'm humble about my experience on the American Barbecue Showdown because I never thought I even deserved to be there, you know, in my own little mind. But uh, evidently I did, and it's okay. And I did well with it. So let's work with that. And everybody else that gets a chance to do it, man, do it. Give 100%. Do you. Go on the damn show and do what you can do. You know, yeah, it's amazing. Well, we're, we're going to take one last commercial break and we're going to come back and then we're going to wrap this show up with two of the most amazing guests we've had on this show. And Tina and Grubbs both been on multiple times. We love them so much. So we definitely want to come back and wrap this up in the biggest way possible. But in the meantime, take out these cool sponsors that are supporting this show, making it possible. So we'll see you here in just a couple seconds. Red beard. <laughs> Jerk charcoal. I've never used that charcoal. I don't know how good it is. It, it, we'll, we'll get you hooked up. We're going to. We got commercial breaks. We got music overlays. We got tickers and everything down here on the bottom, which we need to switch back up here. I tell you what, you guys have seen the good and the bad, the bad and the developing on this show. You guys were with us when we were doing Zoom calls with blank, black space and everything like that. So, but I tell you right now, on a personal note, we would not be here, and Doobie will back me up on this, without both of you coming on early and supporting this show, coming back on multiple times. The people have loved you. Obviously, we've had probably the most consistent crowd yet of any of these shows, and I think it's because you guys are both they're familiar with you. You've We've given you an opportunity to come on here and be real, be personable, and people love you. We're so, keeping it uh, real. We're keeping yeah, we're keeping it real with Tina and Grubbs. And uh, no, <laughs> we 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 thank you. It's a fluid situation here on the Dude Network <laughs> with right. Grubbs and That's Tina. Right. <laughs> That's right. It is, man. It is, and it really is. Take it in the big scope of things, right? It's what yeah. it is, man. So, <laughs> 2022 plans, Grubbs. We, we're going to ask you first on this one. So, what's 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 big for Grubbs in 2022? And Tina, you're going to have the same question, so you get time to think about it. I know I got to think about it. Yeah, but I ain't got to think about shit because basically I'm just doing me, man. And uh, it is what it is. I got, 
I got more vacations. I got more vacations. Hey, I got vacations planned this year just to get away from being up in all this damn nonsense and this COVID and crap. I'm tired of it, man. And I want to go cook, so I'm going to damn Daytona. I'm cooking. I'm gonna hang out. I'm going. I'm got a Little Feet concert next month. Waiting for Columbus, the live album in Atlanta. Me and the old lady's going to. That's right. See the Little there Feet down there. That's right. Hell yeah. Daytona. Hell yeah. Reddington Beach. And then I'm going back home to the Chuck, man, Lake Charles, Louisiana in November. And uh, I'm going to cook some brisket for some folks. And I'm going to hang out. I'm going to drink some damn beer. And I'm going to say, hell, I love being 60 years old, man. <laughs> you know, it I is what you. it is. I love you at 62, Grubs. I ain't going to lie one bit about it. <laughs> but I'm kicking that sausage's ass, man. I'm going to tell you all right now. <laughs> Y'all ain't got an idea. I guarantee you, right here, this damn Philly cheesesteak sausage I'm fixing to bust out this weekend. And, Miss Tina, I'm going to send you some, too, by the way. I want you to try it. But I'm going to send it frozen to you on ice. That's right, because you ain't as far as Ohio and shit, so I know I can get to without going bad and stuff, you know. I just got to come down to Georgia so I can be cool. I mean, it's very clear. Well, we're going to – I'm gonna go cook with Miss Tina sometime. If it's the same time you're available, y'all make a plan. I'll be oh, there, man. man. We can do a little video down there, whatever. But she ain't like two hours we'll from my we'll, house. We'll fly Doobie from New Mexico too. We'll make it a we'll make it a hell of a party. He has to bring hatch chilies. I'll bring a bunch of hats. <laughs> I'll bring sausage. <laughs> and Doobie's gonna bring some of his Doobie Smokehouse goods from New Mexico too. Okay. <laughs> Just for you, <laughs> Tina. Edible. We'll bring you some yummy the green chili. You know, we'll bring you some, yeah, we'll bring <laughs> and I'll cook you a hog. Yeah, hey. Oh snap! I want to get all up in that shoulder though for my sandwich. Yeah, I don't, that's a party. The, the back, the oh, front, and all man. that. <laughs> oh, there let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So and Tina, I'll come what, cook with, Tina, I'll come cook with you sometime. Seriously, I'd you know, message me. If you got something going on one day, you, you don't mind inviting me down there. I'll come. I'll come hang with you. I don't mind. <laughs> Tina, yeah, twenty twenty two. What's big for you, dear? I know you got big plans. What what what's shaking, bacon? Oh, I, things that we can talk about. Uh, well, I, y'all, I can talk about. I have a, another show on Food Network coming out, and it could be like season three of BB B. Can't say. I know. And, but I, uh, <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about, though. Don't I you? know what you're talking about. <laughs> And then, um, let's see, I've got another hog class that's going to go on. And also, uh, the first week of April, I'm going to New Orleans. To for the hog, Cushot Delay. Yes, I'm going to, uh, I'm going for uh, Hogs for a Cause, which is a large uh, charity event yeah. that I'm cooking for the same team that I've cooked for in the past. So right. I'll there's be there great guys down days. there cooking. There's great guys. So we can there. raise money for pediatric brain cancer. Dang. And then I have a competition schedule, you know, of it. Right now it's 12 contests, but it'll probably end up being, it depends on points race. I, I probably will end up being about 15 contests. So along with a few other things, but I'm going to do a couple barbecue schools, both backyard and also, you know, competition style. Do I get a discount oh, if man. I come want to come to one of the classes? Yeah, if you do the dishes. <laughs> do I get a discount? 
Okay. Hey, Coach, let me know when you're going because I'll help you. Hey, I, know, I know how to run the mop, too. You know? I'm, Don't I'm, the mop the it's I'm a whiz with the broom, so I got that covered. Yeah. That's wild. Oh man. So uh yeah, I mean I mean let's just be honest. This whole thing has organically became a great thing and thank you so much for both of you coming on here together and it's pretty cool that it's the first time publicly that you guys have uh been together. You wouldn't know it just you, you two talking. It's like you guys just never missed a beat here on this and uh do be anything friends, man. Yeah, absolutely. We're barbecue, hey, we're barbecue family. That's it. It's there, man. Like that, oh, you know? Is there a better family in the world than the barbecue community and no. the barbecue family? Nope. No. Doobie, Doobie, you got the floor here, man. What? What? Are we, what I know you got you got some questions over there here before we let them go. Um, man. Uh-oh. Put you on the spot. No pressure. Go. Put me on the spot, man. <laughs> I was like, well, I already used up all the good questions. I know. <laughs> yeah. I was out. So I was like, go on, Doobie. You go. You know? <laughs> Oh man, so what are we gonna what are we gonna have you guys back on here again? We gotta plan the next time and then hopefully we'll have some uh some updates maybe after uh Tina wins some competitions. You can come tell us all about it. That's and then Grubs, I'm sure he's gonna have some crazy some crazy sausage recipes he's gonna have to keep us all oh. informed on. So yeah, because I ain't I ain't uh, doing no competing. That that shit ain't happening. I just ain't got time. <laughs> and my pockets don't run like that, so I mean, I'm I'm making bacon, I'm making sausage, I'm making people happy. Boom, that's what I do. You know? hey, that's a win every day. So, so are we allowed to throw out some really really cool like sausage recipes for him to do some research on before next time? I got one. I need to perfect a Reuben, a Reuben sausage. Oh, hey, that could happen, man. That could happen. Oh, yeah. sauerkraut, my bre- sauerkraut, some Thousand Islands, some well, kind of. But what about you? Got to have the corned beef to begin with. But it is in the same token, it's got to be at least fatty enough to carry a sausage. So in the brisket, hey, and corned hey, beef corn briskets. Oh, I've corned them, man. I've I've corned deer hams. I've corned them. I can <laughs> you can corn. I can corn anything. It don't matter. I mean, I don't know what it's going <laughs> to taste like. With can it, you no, corn man. iguana? Yeah. Hey, you probably could, but it might be dry. You know, but we can I mean, pickle it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's it's in that. So. says bacon yeah. mac and cheese sausage. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I've seen that, man. And I'm, it's a beautiful thing, honestly. But it's a mouthfeel thing to me, too. So I have to be accepted to that. Mm. But it's beautiful. That's what do you see my sausage this weekend? I'm telling you right now. Can't the Philly cheesesteak cheese sausage. I got red peppers, orange peppers, yellow peppers, green peppers, onions. I got provolone, my hand ground. I got the sirloin. Wait till you see it. It's going to be a beautiful. Can you imagine a, he and I doing a barbecue school together? There would not That's be a lot. There would be a lot. Of them. Like, what go. if we did this? What if we did that? I mean, what if? Would be a lot of what if and. We hey, yeah. hey, we hey, we ain't dead yet, right? So who no. knows? You know, <laughs> hey, me and Tina, we got love. We know that she's my uh, OG man. We've been friends for a time. When everybody couldn't communicate on the show, regardless of what was going on, me and Miss Tina did. Period. We always have. 
Yeah. And there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You want to do something together? I'll come down there and I'll teach you how to make a damn cheeseburger sausage. It don't matter to me. Hey. I got the, I got the recipes. I've been working on this shit for the last two or three years because sausage got me kicked off the show. And in my back of my mind, I got a little vengeance. So I'm going to be the best damn sausage maker North Georgia's ever seen. Okay. And you know, that's, no doubt. That's, the way, that's the way it is. Boom. There, we do have one last question from Red, from Redbeard himself. He tried to send it. It didn't upload right. So I'm going to like just hold the screen up here. And he's got a question for both of you. And it's actually a really good one. And I apologize I didn't get to it sooner. So this will be the last segment here before we get you going. So without okay. further ado, he's a handsome fellow. He's a handsome fellow. Yeah, his beard's a little tight. Hey. How are you guys doing? Hope you guys are both doing well. Um, just had a quick question for you. What point in your guys' cooking careers did you realize that it was kind of more than a hobby that you wanted to take things to the next level? Um, Grubs, I know you're doing a bunch of stuff in your local community, um, making lots of sausage. Um, Tina, I know you're doing great things with Meals on Wheels uh, to support your local community down there. Um, I love your guys' content. You guys are great people. Keep up the good work. Thanks. So, Redbeard. That was that was our good friend Brad yeah. at Redbeard Seasoning. Couple, he had a good question for you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Tina. When did I decide that I wanted to do? You know, I liked. My mom would tell you a different story than this. She would say something totally different. But I think the first time that I cooked something. And my grandfather and my mom and all, they liked it. And I saw the happiness that it gave. That's when. That is yeah. when. And I couldn't tell you how old I was or anything. I know we're still in school. But that, I put it in the back of my head when I decided to go to culinary school in Europe. That was what I was thinking. Now, things didn't necessarily happen right after like that. Uh, just because it was a different world then and women in kitchens, you didn't see it a lot. But that that was the time. And I remembered what I cooked, too. I made a pizza casserole in a dish that I still have that was my grandfather's. That was it. That's awesome. Dude, that, that <laughs> was a better answer than anybody could have anticipated in Grubs. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even I'm gonna guess this but, story involves moonshine if that no, was a thing. No, no, but but I'm gonna tell you straight up, man. <laughs> Moving up here in northeast Georgia mountains when I did, I've been here 25 plus years. And when I first signed up to cook barbecue ribs for the relay for life to help fight cancer, straight up, man. And my look, yesterday my brother-in-law was just diagnosed in his lung cancer. So it's, 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 just, it's just been going on for years, but I've raised more money cooking ribs, selling ribs for American Cancer Society than I ever in before when I moved up here. And so you start raising money. You know, we put together a rib cook-off, have three or four teams. Next thing you know, we're raising $10,000, $12,000, man, selling ribs to help fight cancer, you know. So up here. A lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's, you know what it is? The dedication for the guys that came out and cooked and hung out and did what they did, plus the people who were buying these ribs to help support that fight. And uh, 
my mom's a survivor. My sister's a survivor. My cousin's a survivor. I've lost cousin-in-laws. I mean, this is a big thing to me, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what, you know, I started doing this to not just win the rib cook-off, but to raise money. But that's how the rib cook-off came from, where I lived, the local rib cook-off. Yeah. And now it's, it's at the point now in my life, I'm like, I don't care. It don't matter if you win or not. How much money can we raise? You know, and uh, unfortunately, because of COVID, we haven't been able to do it the last two years. So we're going to try to do it again this year. And uh, man, that's what it's all about to me. It's barbecues, judging, eating, blah, blah, blah. It's all community, man. Mm-hmm. It's all about it brings everybody together. Yes. And we're in the South. There ain't no better way to meet new people or new friends than over a plate of good barbecue, period. That's it. That's how you meet new people. That's how you get doing what you do. Mm-hmm. And if I can do it and raise money right. to help fight cancer, guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm in. You should come you to know? New Orleans the first part of April. That's what we're doing there, raising money. Well, yeah, but I got well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in Daytona that week, April 2nd to the 9th, because I'm doing on a food truck and hanging out at the beach. So he's he's running the lap car. Well, oh. No. Uh, no, no, I'm drinking. On, hey, I'm cooking barbecue on the beach and drinking. That's what I'm doing. I ain't hey, lying to you. Just throw it in the fuel tank when you're done. Just I, like, I, whoop, whoop, whoop. I need this vacation, man. <laughs> you know? So, but uh, well, that's what I do what I do, man. It's all about it's all about sharing the love, man, about barbecue. That's why if anybody reached out to me today, man, on this network or whatever, and said, hey, hell, Grubs, what you got a recipe? I'll share, man. I, do I ain't mad at nobody. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I love what I do, man. And I, the reason I love what I do is because it brings love to what I do. So if I can share you this, this recipe, this Philly cheesesteak comes out right, y'all can all have the recipe. You can yes. make your own Philly cheesesteak sausage. And I ain't mad at you. Love it. Enjoy it. It's going to be good. I, I can tell you that, you know, so. Well, and here's all people need to know about you two. You two probably have no business being on this show. You are much bigger than this show. So no, the fact that you guys continuously come on here shows you that you are willing to pay attention to those that are willing to put in the work and make things better. So for that, we just love barbecue, man. I know, but that just goes to show you like how awesome both of you are. We are truly humbled. I know I'm speaking for Doobie here, probably in the same process. Like we couldn't. Just begin to thank you guys for both of how much you have uh, been to the early success of what is a growing show. And uh, we can't wait to have you both back on as soon as possible. I know, uh, Tina, you're coming back on next month. Grubs, we're going to commit you now to sometime in April, right? You're coming back on in April. When you buy my tattoo that you talked about, we'll go over Hey, there. it's we'll done do, deal. It's impossible. Do network. Dude Let's Network, go. right there. We're, we're gonna unveil. We're gonna unveil the Dude Network tattoo in hey, April on Grub. Redbeard's got some space back here too. I'm oh, Redbeard! On hey, oh, Redbeard, he's hearing. He's hearing it. He Tina's gonna get on your elbow. Tina's gonna get a spider Tina. web on her elbow. That's what's hey. gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. Hey, Tina, I've got like twelve tattoos since the last time I saw you. So you know. <laughs> I know that's crazy. Yes, Chad Vaughn. Thank you both for taking the time, uh, Chad. Love you guys, man. Pray- that's great. Thoughts and prayers continue out for Chad, you and your family, brother. But um, hey, Grubs, Tina, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you, Doobie, 
Thank you for hanging out as always. You're a blast. You make this show go around as well. Don't forget about your place and all this as well. We're nothing without you, Doobie, as on that side. Redneck Shepherd Boudreaux, Blue Smoke Chaser, Chad, Mo. We got Redbeard on here, Jerk Charcoal, Masshole Chef, Mo's Backyard Barbecue and Grill, and many, many others that have contributed or anybody that's commented along the way. Thank you for your participation, and we hope to see you guys next Friday. And if you want to know who that guest is, you will find out next Friday on Instagram. We love you, baby. We love you. Call me. Call me. Got you, baby. <laughs> Dudes and dudettes, we'll see you next Friday. Well, and we're going to be drinking, you know it, on the weekend kick and party here on the Dude Network. Everybody, we'll see you next time. Bye, dudes. All right.